as another way to unwind on this February evening, we're going to be doing another creepypasta story, and what better way of starting off the month of February than doing a classic story titled God's Mouth. So for those of you who are fans of creepypasta, sit back, relax, and wait for your fix. Because this will be a good one. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. And in this episode, we will be doing a reading of a creepypasta titled God's Mouth. So for those of you sticking by, sit back, relax, get ready for your fix. Credit for God's Mouth goes to Abracadaver, the original writer for the story. I huffed and puffed under my breath as I stared into God's Mouth. I felt like the big bad wolf ready to interrupt the three innocent little pigs as they hurriedly forfeited their makeshift homes. I grinned at this thought and then turned my head to look over to look for Mitchell. He was a couple of feet down the hill from the entrance of the cave, holding a walking stick close to his pecs. Hurry up! I called down to him. I turned back to the cave, still grinning. An old rotted sign outside read, God's Mouth Cave. Keep out. What a tired cliché. Mitchell finally made it to the entrance and stood beside me, almost doubled over and out of breath. I looked down. I looked up and smiled. Check it out! I laughed. God's mouth. What a ridiculous this is anuses. I chuckled to myself. Mitchell was less amused. Give it a damn word, mom. He said, exasperated. The open cloth bowl met his lips. For a moment, I felt peaceful in a way, watching him drink the water. Actually, I take it back. The peaceful comment, I mean, it was more of a feeling that was sort of hard to put a finger on or give a name. But I could settle for a nice content. Content seems to be one of those words that manifest itself when natural human words seem to fail. Again, utter a cliche, but it felt good to feel a strange, mixed up sort of happy for once. I decided to turn my flashlight on. I pointed into the cave. Black. God's mouth. It seemed like the antithesis of a holy spirit. I turned again to Mitchell. You ready? I asked. He was finally standing up, standing straight up. He nodded. I clapped a friendly hand to him back, and we walked into God's mouth. The inside was not unlike the preview I had glimpsed outside with my flashlight. Dark, the small, and endlessly black. It seemed to stretch endlessly, no matter how I positioned my flashlight. The rocky terrain was damp and enclosed me. The last night, natural light showed slowly disappeared behind Mitchell and I, as we made our way deeper and deeper. I found it strange of how soft and compelling the world around me now appeared, despite the stylicities and stalactites and other various rock formations being so jagged. It seemed that even amongst the pointed teeth of God, I could lay down and rest there forever. It was comfortable. 
Apparently, Mitchell didn't agree. He shivered uncomfortably next to me, under my arm. He raised my eyebrows. Need a code? I asked. I tried to look at him and make a nonverbal communication as explicit as possible until I realized that we were lost inky black of the mouth. I bit my lip and waited, but he didn't respond. For a couple minutes, we walked in silence. He stopped and stood motionless. I stopped too. Why the hell are we even here? He said. He sounded irritated. I shrugged. More to appease myself than him, and shoved my flashlight under my face. Bladed shadows obscured half my face, the other half illuminated in a wretched mask. Spooky! <laughs> I, I cried, chuckling. He didn't move. I sighed. I thought you wanted to go, I said. I noticed how my voice echoed against the cave walls at any volume. I mean, I began again, scratching my chin. You did say you wanted to go on some na nature for our vacation, and you did it sound impressed when I told you about my visit to Mammoth Caves a couple of years back, so... My voice trailed off. I could still sense his irritation. No. He said. I frowned. No. You wanted to go there. I wanted to go to the to a beach or something. But no. A cave. A cave, Natalie. He sounded more like a big bad wolf. Now, I know that you have this weird fetish for spooking or something, but I don't really want to be dragged into it. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to go on a trip and get into nature and fresh air, but this? I could hear his arms flailing and gesture about in the thick air. This cave air, not fresh air. This air is practically fermenting. Plus, is this illegal? Can we please just leave? We both stood there. The only sound that could be heard was the electricity in the air, being stifled and smothered by the damp atmosphere. Finally, I began to walk. I didn't hear Mitchell follow me, but I kept moving forward. Then, Natalie, he said, stop. He stopped. So I stopped. I'm sorry, he said. I could hear him moving closer to me. I'm tired, and I'm not used to running and climbing all I'm just tired. It's fine, I said. He gripped my arm. Really, it's fine. I shook my head. Which way was out? I don't remember. I could feel Mitchell physically pause. Neither of us could remember. Somehow, in the confusion of our argument, I've forgotten which way we have been moving. Idiot, I thought to myself. I should have brought a goddamn rope or something to trail from the entrance of the cave. I had to take action. So without much thought, I turned 180 degrees and said, This way. We walked for what seemed to be hours. My feet were tired and sore, and I could hear Mitchell's groans from behind me. He held my hand tightly. I felt terrible. 
was all my fault. Then I froze. Hey, hey, he said. Put your hand out. Feel this rock. I could hear Mitchell's bare palm press against the stone. Isn't this, like, abnormally warm? I said. He didn't say anything. I began to work my way along the wall, feeling it as I went. Shining the flashlight in front of me, suddenly I felt a sharp pain on my head as the ceiling of God's mouth met with my scalp. Ow! Shit! I shouted. Natalie, are you okay? Made the nap. Made the naps. The drast. He seemed on the verge of panic. Now, I'm fine, I said. Please calm down. We'll get out of here. I promise. I started again, pointing my flashlight upward, now to see the ceiling above me. It seemed to be getting narrower. This was strange. Listen, uh, Mitchell, babe. I said through clenched teeth. I think we gotta turn around. Mitchell sighed next to me. Again, we walked for a decent length. I kept my flashlight pointed upwards this time. Sure enough, the space in the cave seemed to become smaller and smaller. If there wasn't any resonating life left in God's mouth aside from my flashlight, I'm sure Mitchell would have been able to see the whites of my eyes spreading in panic. I let go of Mitchell's hand and began to feverishly feel my way along the walls. No! Natalie! I heard him shout. I kept going. We had to get out. If we were lost, nobody would be able to find us. I kept feeling along the wall until I abruptly hit a corner. Fuck! I said out loud. Mitchell, this seems to be a dead end. I spun around on my heel. Mitchell? No answer. Shit. I began to repeat my process again. Almost running as I felt the wall press run past my fingertips. Full damp rocks, jagged and jagged spears. Suddenly I found myself at a corner again. Fuck, fuck, fuck! I shouted. Mitchell! I was belting his name out now. In the corner of the cave's wall, where I had been thwarted so many times already, I heard a noise. It sounded like muffled static from the television. I pressed my ear against the rock. It seemed to be getting even warmer now. I heard the faint sounds of Mitchell on the other side of the rock. He was screaming. No, no, no! I said, no, 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 no! I began running hazardously in the walls around me. With dawn realization came a wave of sheer horror. There was no entrance. There was no exit. Only these four corners around me. I could feel blood begin to trickle from the cut I managed to get by bashing my body in the cave's walls. They were closing in on me. They were coming in for the kill. And soon, they would be pressing in on my skull and crushing my ribcage. I sat there for hours, waiting for death. My flashlight was becoming dim and blinking. Finally, I, I felt the soft touch of the of these rocky walls pressed against my back. I began to cry as I lay down on the ground. I let my flashlight roll on the small hills of stone. As I sat quietly, 
stayed prone, tears dripping down my face as I turned and looked at the flashlight. Its last fading beams of light pointed at something not far away from my face. I squinted in the darkness. My eyes widened as I felt tears fall even harder from my face. The rocks were piercing my skin now, and blood dripping from all sides. There, in the last light of my flashlight, was the appetizer. The spotlight shone on a hand whose nails were painted red. As I screamed in agony, as I watched God's mouth chew its latest meal. So what did you guys think of this point across God's mouth? Did you like the story? Did it give you chills down your spine? Let me know what you guys think and let me know what other creepypasta stories I should read or any other horror stories that capture your attention that I should read. But for everyone who stopped by, thank you so much for stopping by. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on Friday for a new episode. Later!